0: Oh, 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 we are back. What is going on? This is the Bow River Brigade podcast. My name is Shay, and oh, 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 do I miss footy? Usually, I would have my partner in crime, Doogie, sitting across from me right now, but in these days of social distancing and not hanging out with people outside of your household, we're forced to actually. Call people up and talk to them the old-fashioned way. And, you know, I'm missing people. I mean, not only am I missing soccer, I'm missing everything around it. I mean, what are you guys doing out there to keep yourself busy? Taking up a new hobby, new skill? Uh, you know, let us know. And to answer what's going to be happening with this CPL and everything else around Canadian soccer and the fact that there is nothing to talk about, we're going to give my partner in crime, Doogie, a call right now. hello hey buddy how's it going good how you doing pretty good good to hear your voice been a while yeah so how's life under lockdown how are you coping with this complete lack of footy this time of year we should be watching the cavalry taken to the field yeah it's
1: pretty uh pretty sad i'm uh i'm kind of a little bit a little bit disappointed and bummed out because yeah. that was definitely um something i was really looking forward to you know i I had season tickets to the Hitmen even, and right. they were they were in a playoff position. And you know, it's it's sad for those guys because they get, you know, they they only get a certain couple of years that they can play junior level hockey, right? So yeah, and they have to really showcase
0: their skills in that short period of time. Yeah, and you know, and then even
1: some of those guys will, you know, go on and get desk jobs like yep. me, <laughs> and. <laughs> And you know, and play play rec league stuff or you know old man beer league hockey and uh, yeah, so it's it's sad for the the minor the minor teams you know because like I say they you know if they were in a position to to do a good run in a playoff or maybe win win something or showcase their skills like you said yeah in in hockey or soccer there's you know it's it's disappointing because they don't get to finish out the season right
0: yeah even you and I in our old man leagues just wanting to get out and run around for a little while are kind of stuck inside to run laps around our garden
1: yeah I've been out and kicked the ball once but I'm pretty I'm pretty hurt and I'm gonna have to do some do some more exercising here I kind of think I did something to my my foot when I was running and I might have even done something to my groin
0: (laughs) it's so easy to hurt ourselves when we like are out of shape we haven't been running around so much and that's one of the things that's going to be a real big hurdle for the teams when they're trying to come back any sports team right now getting back to match fitness
1: yeah and I think that the uh, players do a pretty good job of taking care of themselves but it's still it's always going to be a bit of a hurdle because there's fitness and then there's match fitness, right? And those are two completely different things. So. Yeah. And
0: finding that team dynamic again, you know, finding that flow that you had so long ago, you know, it takes a little time as well. So
1: yeah. And there's new guys that are going to be thrown into the fire and on a lot of these teams, right? Because yep. unfortunately they're not going to have the same kind of preseason that they they would have they would have already been able to meet their teams or train with them but unfortunately now it's it's going to be kind of a
0: baptized by fire and see how these players respond Yeah, I just saw the tarp has been taken off of Atco Field, and unfortunately it's going to be a while probably until we see any soccer played. I saw Spruce Meadows, the owners of the Cavalry, have actually canceled the biggest horse jumping tournament in the world, the Masters. So that's a huge loss of revenue for them. And I just saw senior VP Ian Allison, he was quoted with saying, they'll keep up incentive to get something out sooner rather than later. So they haven't closed the door on being able to play some games at some point in the future, but they may be behind closed doors.
1: I would love to see some see some games sooner than, than later. And, you know, it, it would be great to have some games, whether behind closed doors or not. But as a season ticket holder, and I know you are likely in the same boat, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's very disappointing that there might not be a season for season ticket holders. It's
0: Yeah, and honestly, it, it, I'm not going to be asking for a refund to that because there's nothing to refund. They don't have the money. They're actually asking the federal government for... Fifteen million dollars in short-term financing, just like this CFL is asking for a hundred and fifty million. So I just want to see the team continue to actually be around. I'm not so worried about getting my money back for my season tickets. I just want to see something, even if it is just watching it on One Soccer.
1: I already have my free subscription now. Yeah. Um. You know, I if if you know me, I have. A million and probably one jerseys. Yeah, <laughs> and I have a couple fairly expensive jerseys. You know, I, I've probably got a hockey jersey I've paid five hundred dollars for. I've probably got a couple, <laughs> you know, a couple soccer jerseys I've paid upwards to two hundred, three hundred for. Oh yeah. If I can give my season ticket money as a donation to them and keep this. You know this dream alive, you know, and maybe have a discount on on tickets or a discount, like a really good discount on merch, or maybe some sort of commemorative swag for people that do donate.
0: Gotta Um, do something.
1: You know, I'm I'm totally fine with something like that. If I can watch, you know, watch all the games for free and one soccer. Yeah. Um, when the, you know, when the mexican league starts back up things like that i I did enjoy watching that as well on one soccer Mm -hmm. you know keep my money i would rather see you guys next year than have my you know five hundred dollars in my pocket or
0: whatever it's really not (laughs) the biggest hit to the wallet and like you said i'd rather see the team exist next (laughs) season than you know have five hundred dollars back in my pocket so
1: it's tough times for everyone out there you know and uh it's scary times it's unfortunate too because i think if they had a few more years to kind of get their footing they might be a little safer than they are yeah it's the lower
0: divisions that are going to hurt the most and i saw that cpl commissioner said that players are going to have 25 percent of their contracts deferred while the coaches technical staff and everyone else working for the club are going to be taking giant reductions in their salary just to keep this whole thing afloat right now so hopefully the federal government chips in the fans will come back if there's something to come back to so maybe we'll get something here in september and october a big tournament or something I don't know
1: yeah and i think we do need to get yeah. some of
0: these life services
1: and some of those type businesses up back up and running and unfortunately there's the the bar industry the restaurant industry mm. there's going to be places that we all loved that are definitely going to be closing already i've seen a couple so I, I think it's really important for the federal government to to realize as well that coming out of this, people are people are going to need something to 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 look look forward to and something to you know to enjoy. Yeah. As soon as it is safe and it is you know applicable to have people back in stadiums, mm-hmm. I think it's very important that he looks at some of these leagues because if we lose this we lose the prior investment invested money right it's yeah. not just it's not just cutting the money that we're going to give them in the future or help them out with right now it's we lose whatever we've also invested right so it's it's strange times it's <laughs> That's, it's uh, strange times you
0: know justin you thought it was safe to go outside murder hornets yeah,
1: definitely. So, Just you when you thought ones. it was safe to go back into the woods. Yeah, exactly. the Teddy bears are having their picnics. Oh, right? no.
0: no. The murderous teddy bears and <laughs> their picnics.
1: But it is important if there's something that you enjoy something you want to see survive these terrible times you you got to get out there and support them and uh if it's something as simple as listening to us babble you know and that's awesome you know i ordered actually a book today from one of the clubs that i support and uh
0: you know things like that it's Uh, yeah and like around your community just like buying gift cards for businesses you plan to go to later once this whole thing settles down it's just trying to support um everyone in whatever way we can because that's all we got right now we can't even hug each other
1: yeah yeah and that's a really important uh you know important thing to bring up to Shafe is it is important to if you can plan ahead and like you said buy some gift cards and stash them away yeah
0: they're all just happy to have any support right now really
1: yeah exactly so get out there and and buy from your uh your local clubs buy from your clubs you you know you want to see make it through these times support what you what you enjoy
0: Um, There still has been a bit of news coming out of the CPL, a few signings and whatnot from various clubs. I know the Calvary have signed a a 20-year-old fullback, Mohamed Farsi. He's going to be joining the team. Um, Could be quite a great young talent, maybe a Waterman replacement. I think he looks
1: very promising. I watched the highlights that they put up, and he seems very tenacious, and he seems very um, excited to you know, to take the next step in in his career. And
0: I think that the CPL offers that and he's going to come in flying. Should be a good addition to the squad. I saw York 9, they put out a, a special version of their new um, kit coming out here that has a patch on it for frontline responders where the proceeds are actually going to help the frontline responders. And I thought that was a really great, classy touch by York 9.
1: Well, that's pretty cool. And, um, you know, I don't have the new kit yet and if that was something that i could you know yeah, purchase yeah. and even possibly if i could purchase it with my season ticket discount i would actually try and purchase it full price and just give the rest of it to you know charity to, yeah. uh, first responder charity like
0: yeah it'd be nice if the calvary did something similar i was almost tempted to just buy a york nine jersey and throw a brb footy on the back and just throw it up in the studio
1: there you go. Uh, yeah. That's not a bad idea, actually. I'll, uh, I might look
0: into that too, as you know, I'm a bit of a jersey collector. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, right before I gave you a call here, I was sitting down and watching the 2000 final of the Gold Cup, Canada versus Colombia, and that that yeah. was a pretty great game. I'll touch on that in a minute here, but on terms of the national team something interesting that is going to come out after this whole thing shakes up is the hex as we know it is out the window. It is going to have to be completely reformatted and reworked now that we're going to have completely different windows for it with the FIFA calendar.
1: You know, some of these tournaments coming up here are going to be uh, do or die for, you know, (laughs) three, four matches, and it's going to, You're almost essentially going to have to play a small tournament to see if you get to the main tournament and it'll just be a quick,
0: you know, knockout or they're going to really have to reformat. Yeah, and that's what CONCACAF president Victor Montegliani said on One Soccer's Inside the Game with Gareth Wheeler. Um, the hex, as we know it, is just going to have to change. Now it's going to be reformatted with 35 countries and a big group stage. And 35 countries is kind of an odd number to actually work a tournament around. But maybe Canada is going to have a bit more of an opportunity to make it into the World Cup.
1: It'll be interesting. And in that some of these lower down teams are going to have a really good chance to possibly make it into these types of tournaments where, you know, maybe they might not be making it in the other format. The other thing though is Canada is going to have to watch out for the teams that are below them and the, the teams that ideally they should be beating, French,
0: Guyana, things like that. So let's take a quick second, do a shout out to one of the other podcasts on our network, AFC Curtis. Check him out on northernstarting 11com And he has a great podcast that covers a whole wide range of information from across the CPL.
1: Hey guys, it's Curtis here. And I want to talk to you about my YouTube channel, AFC Curtis. It is the place to go and the place to be on YouTube for all things Canadian Premier League related. Make sure you hit that red subscribe button to join the AFC Curtis supporter group. I'll see you there each and
0: every Tuesday. So Doogie, like we were saying, we watched a bit of that 2000s Gold Cup win against Colombia. That was probably the greatest Canadian vic- soccer victory of all time, and I'm just hoping we can see a little bit more of that in the future.
1: Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, I think you nailed it on the head. I think that is the biggest thing that a Canadian soccer team has ever done and the biggest victory that they've ever had on the flip side expectations are a lot higher now yep. for canadian soccer if you look at canada's last gold cup runs it's important to realize that canadian soccer is expecting these teams now to make it to the semifinals, to the finals to yep. pretty close to probably win some of these tournaments the uh, 2000 Gold Cup. That was not quite the case, and
0: um yeah, we you were know, the huge they, underdog. We were ranked 86 compared to the uh, Columbia was ranked 24th, and you know we had our boy Martin Nash when the assistant coaches from the Calvary was made a huge impact during that tournament as well. Yeah,
1: and shout out to Nash. I think he actually was probably one of the MVPs of the t- tournament and definitely of few standout games if not for, you know, Craig Forrest's phenomenal performance and, uh, you know, if not for how well Craig Forrest played, I think it would be easy to argue that Martin Nash was the MVP of that tournament and, and he was the, listening Marty. shout us out and, uh, let us know what, what that was like, uh, you know, playing in that tournament and yeah, things definitely. like
0: that. Well, to give him a call sometime here, but he was actually the only player in that Canadian side that didn't actually play for a domestic club. And they were kind of like questioning whether he was going to be fit enough and stuff. So
1: His fitness was a big question with that tournament. And yeah, as you said, he wasn't signed to... Uh, professional club at the yeah. time so he actually wasn't a starter and he you know he started a couple games due to injuries he came in as a sub actually in the mexico game and then assisted the game tying and the game winning goals with yeah. you know a beautiful cross to in for the header and then a uh threw ball to to richard hastings who popped home the the golden bull they call it so Yeah, that must have been some pretty wonderful times for Martin and it was pretty, it was wonderful just watching them to tell the truth.
0: Yeah, it was. It's been great watching a lot of these classic games and discovering footballia.net and watching all these games going all the way back to the 1950s has just been uh, something that actually has been keeping me sane lately, I think.
1: Yeah, I think it's important to find things that you know, you can stay sane with and uh, watching some of these Classic matches has been wonderful. It's kind of a little bit of an escape from reality that we're living in right now, and
0: that's really what I've been trying to go to. You know, like Dazon has had a few classic games, and I know there was an Everton versus Liverpool game up there, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get a get into this derby, and I had no idea what the outcome would be, and I'm watching the whole game, and then at halftime, DaZone did like a clip show of the whole season and ruined the result of the game I was watching. Oh my god I wrote a strongly worded letter. Ugh. I could imagine some of these classic matches it's you know it's great because you can escape
1: from what's going on right now and relive some of the great times and I've even watched some matches where I've thought oh man I remember that goal going yeah. in and like I remember watching that you know and I remember that's yelling at the cool TV. Too.
0: Yeah. Yeah exactly. I know there's that Netflix documentary series, Sunderland Till I Die, they just had season two came out, and boy did I blow through that, because that was just such a great docuseries.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched season two yet, I actually, uh, I'm I'm trying to go through season one again, because it's literally that good. You know, it really makes you feel for a team like Sunderland.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely fun- going to start cheering on Sunderland a bit, and maybe I can see them come out of League One. And if I'm ever in England, I would definitely go to the Stadium of Life. That looks awesome.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because I'm, you know, I if anything, would be more so a Newcastle fan, yeah. but that documentary gives me a super soft spot for for Sunderland. And, you know, I, it would be great to see them get back up, you know, that uh, that time Darby can... Start back up, and Newcastle and Sunderland can, you know, reignite that rivalry because yeah. it, it's one of the more underrated rivalries in all of soccer. So, really entertaining uh, documentary. I, uh, you know, I like that you brought
0: that up. Yeah, and it really came out at the right time when we've been missing sports. You have Sunderland till I die come out season two, kind of fill that void, and then the Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance, about the '97 Bulls, has just been incredible. If you haven't watched it yet, definitely got to put it on the list man
1: yeah yeah and i haven't watched that i'm i'm waiting for them all to come out and i'm probably gonna throw on my scotty Pippen jersey and just nice. binge watch them
0: that's the one A Pippen jersey
1: yeah Pippen. i did see a bit of his episode and yeah. i like that they're kind of doing episode by episode on a few different key players or management because yep. uh a lot of people don't realize it was a lot more than just michael right and oh, yeah. he was he was a great part of that team, but as I said earlier, it's, it's a team that has to come together, and you know I think Canada's gold gold cup team is a is a perfect example where it's you know they click. That's invaluable, and you know the Bulls are a bit of a anomaly because they had both you know the wonderful stars and it just so aligned that the stars clicked together and and, yeah. and there's a couple teams like that and in, in footy as well you know where it's just like wow i can't think of much that i could put up against that team that's gonna dethrone them from a world cup or gonna dethrone them from from the
0: league title or whatever right so yeah definitely but yeah everyone out there in the listening world let us know what you're watching what is keeping you sane if you're picking up a new hobby or a new bad habit you know let us know drop us a line at brbfooty at gmail.com give us a suggestion for a classic match we can get into and rewatch, and you know give us a source on that thing too. check out footballia.net pretty good resource so far
1: you know if you guys have any good books or good reads on you know on footy love reading that i know stevie g has a good biography oh it's great peter crouch i have one um alex ferguson has a good book you know there's tons of really great footy reads out there so you know let us know what you're doing what you're reading what you're watching and uh stay safe and stay sane out there guys
0: yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Engage with us on Twitter and Instagram as well, at BRB Footy, And hopefully we can watch something kick off again soon. Yeah,
1: definitely. And uh, hopefully we'll see all your lovely faces at Spruce Meadows
0: sooner than later. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, buddy. Love you. Good talking to you again here. And hopefully we'll be in the studio again next time.
1: Yeah, love you. And, uh, you know, any of you guys out there listening, love you too. So, Stay safe, stay sane
0: and B R B. March on.